0: USA News, I'm John Schaefer. They're celebrating in London after King Charles III was officially crowned. The historic coronation took place at Westminster Abbey for Charles and Queen Camilla, with thousands of guests from around the world in attendance.
1: Bless, we beseech thee this crown, and so sanctify thy servant Charles, upon whose head this day thou dost place it for a sign of royal majesty.
0: The coronation comes nearly eight months after the death of Queen Elizabeth II. The World Health Organization says COVID-19 is no longer a global health emergency.
2: Director General Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus agreed the international public health emergency should be wrapped up. In a conference Friday, he noted the pandemic's been on a downward trend for over a year. He said this trend has allowed nations to return to life as they knew it before the pandemic. WHO had declared the coronavirus outbreak as a public health emergency of international concern. Back in January of 2020, the U.S. is set to have its COVID-19 public health emergency expire May 11th. I'm Karen Sloan.
0: Ukraine's Air Force says it shot down a Russian hypersonic missile over Kyiv using newly acquired American Patriot defense systems. The ballistic missile was intercepted in an overnight attack on the Ukrainian capital earlier in the week. The favorite in this year's Kentucky Derby has been scratched. Forte will not be racing, and for owner Mike Ripole, it seems all too familiar.
3: I'm devastated about uh, my friends and family back at the hotel,
1: who I need to tell that we have to scratch the Derby favorite. Um, It's almost deja vu all over again.
0: In 2011, he had to withdraw Derby favorite Uncle Mo the day before the race for what turned out to be a rare liver disease. And the Mega Millions jackpot is growing. Tuesdays will be worth $83 million. This is USA News.
4: So, you need life insurance, right? Protection for your family? But who has time to meet with an agent? You're busy. But what if there was a better way? A way to protect your family, your loved ones, make sure you can send your kids to college, keep the family home, no matter what happens. Well, you can. With no agent visit, no medical exam, no blood work, none of the stuff that makes life insurance a hassle. Go to ethosliferadio.com. That's ethosliferadio.com. Ethos Life Radio is a 100% online buying platform for life insurance powered by Ethos. We match you after a simple online interview with a life insurance. Policy That matches your needs at the best price. Ethosliferadio.com shops your policy to over 100 carriers instantly to get you the best price. And best of all, ethosliferadio.com is a marketplace. This is not a lead source. Your information will not just be sold with endless emails, calls, and texts. We give you the opportunity to buy life insurance online. Simple. In less than 15 minutes online. With no medical exam if you qualify. Do the right thing for your family today. Go to ethosliferadio.com. ethosliferadio.com. The writers' strike has entered day five. That strike has brought Hollywood TV
0: and film production to a halt. Nearly 20,000 members of the Writers Guild of America plan to picket outside Southern California Studios today. That includes the Disney and Warner Brothers lots in Burbank, Sony Studios in Culver City, and the Paramount lot in Hollywood. At issue for the writers is improved pay in the streaming era and a guarantee they won't be replaced with artificial intelligence
4: computer systems. It pays to be a whistleblower. The largest sum ever paid out by the Securities and Exchange Commission to a whistleblower, $279 million, has been awarded to someone who provided important information in an enforcement action, although the agency did not say who or what case it involved. The previous record was less than half of that, $114 million in 2020. The money comes from a fund set up by Congress and financed through sanctions issued by the SEC. I'm Jeremy Scott. Senate
0: Minority Leader Mitch McConnell is the latest Republican to join the call for spending cuts to be the only way the debt ceiling is raised. McConnell joined 40 other GOP senators in signing a letter that was sent to Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer saying the debt ceiling won't be raised unless there are budget reforms. The U.S. could default as early as June if the debt ceiling isn't raised. Thousands of residents of Alberta, Canada have fled their homes as wildfires continue to burn out of control. More than 78 fires are burning in the Canadian province as temperatures soar and high winds fan the flames. I'm John Schaefer, USA News.
1: is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law, and now radiolawtalk.com. Welcome to
5: Radio Law Talk, hour number three is upon us, and I'll tell you. We've been cooking with gas here. The the first two hours have blown by. Uh, We've had this ongoing theme, and and if you're just picking us up here, feel free to chime in. ongoing theme here about—the question of the day has been artificial intelligence, and— I just got a a message. By artificial intelligence, does that mean (laughs) that— That you were blonde and had your hair dyed black? <laughs> hey, <laughs> uh, uh, no, no, that's not what we're talking about here. Boys
2: are weird.
5: <laughs> so, uh, so artificial intelligence can AI, artificial intelligence. Do you think that it could replace? I mean, even I mean, even if it got more perfected and refined, could it replace a judge and a jury? and or a jury. The trier of fact, the, the body that is responsible for saying, okay, we've heard all the evidence and we find for the plaintiff, or the defendant, or uh, guilty, not guilty, we, or a judge who has to make a determination whether or not evidence should be suppressed based upon the actions of law enforcement or, or what have you. I, is that something... That ultimately could be could be left to AI. Would you be comfortable with that as opposed to would you be comfortable with AI, a robot, a a, a programmed or a entity, a non human entity making a determination to a moral certainty that you as a defendant were guilty beyond a reasonable doubt or Ugh, that that's tough.
1: Tell me one case you've tried, Todd, where you would think to yourself, you know what? AI would be fine if they made the determination on this case. Have, oh. have any come to mind? Um. Because that's a tough one to me. Uh, obviously, the human factor is in every case that you've tried in court now. And would AI reflect that human factor? In, uh, as we said before, in the Amber Heard matter with Johnny Depp, would AI reflect... Their plain visceral dislike for Amber Heard. So um, I, so
5: okay. So I had I had a case way back in the day. Okay, prosecuting a case. It was a DUI case, and the question here was whether or not. Um, the question here was whether or not the defendant drove his vehicle while he was intoxicated. All right, and in that case, the issue here was uh, his car. It was two o'clock in the morning, old country road. The car. Stopped in the middle of the road on the side of the road. Caller calls in and sees uh, a door open. A guy sitting there calls CHP. And it takes a while for CHP to respond, maybe 45 minutes. Yeah. And CHP got there. When CHP got there, um, they find the guy. He's clearly intoxicated, right? And, And his blood alcohol was well over point uh, two five, so he had been intoxicated for some time. And there was no alcohol in and around the car, so you know where, wherever he did his drinking to get drunk, it happened before he got to that location, right? So
1: well, obviously the vehicle got there somehow.
5: So, but, but the something. question was, the question was, you know, but how intoxicated was he? I mean, did he pound a bunch of alcohol before he got there? What was, and, and I agree that the people have to prove this, the prosecution has to prove this, what was the blood alcohol level at the time of driving? Not at the time the officer saw him, which was maybe 45 minutes, an hour after driving. What was it at the time of driving? Now, in this case, the, the interesting thing, and, and this came up in trial, like at the very end, it was when the, when the uh, caller called law enforcement, the location of the vehicle was about a half mile down the road from uh. where the officer found the vehicle when he got there. So sometime after the call and before the officer got there in that 45 minutes, the guy started his vehicle, drove about a half mile down the road, and then stopped it again. And so, when the, and so we were able to use that. To prove, okay, this happened in this period. Right, ergo, therefore, you know, he, he, drove, was, he, he was he, driving he, while he, he was, was FDI, yeah. I'd be comfortable with AI making that determination because you could um, you could decide.
1: But couldn't the guy say, "Well, you know, my girlfriend came and moved it for me, and then I said stop and go home." And I mean, there could have been all kinds well, of scenarios at under which the three car o'clock got in moved. the morning
5: in a rural road with no other houses Not or likely. anything like that. Where where was the person? And and. Yeah if that evidence had been produced that would have been interesting but there was no evidence produced of that got it so okay. it was just what we had and they they w- made the determination
1: so he was convicted i take he it. was okay he was convicted so now about these cases where people just don't like one party or the other like the amber heard and mm-hmm. the murdoch case ai would they be would they be overmatched when there is an emotional component or a like or dislike component to a case,
5: well, here's here's an interesting thing on
1: that. So take
5: the take the Amber Heard Johnny Depp
1: case, um,
5: and and we're talking about we're talking about cases where there is clearly an emotional component to it, even though emo- the jury's not supposed to use emotion to make any determination. Well, the real emotional component in the Amber Heard case was the one brought by the plaintiff. It was Amber Heard's side was the one really trying to, to pour on the emotions and crying on the witness stand and everything that was going on and apparently that had no play with the jury. So so the jury was able to weed through that. I don't know that AI would have been much different, but in that case, there was just as much critiquing and scrutiny and, and speculation about the how the jurors were perceiving the lawyers in the case as there was the evidence. And I guess in a situation like that, that would be where AI would, might be a better able to just focus on the – focus as, as – what was it? Uh, who's the guy from Dragnet? Joe Friday would yeah, say just, just the facts, just man. Right, the facts right, man. Right.
1: I, but I think the core issue seems, seems to be to me that many times courts wish that jurors were dispassionate, simply could not key into any of the emotional stuff. Give me just the facts, ma'am. I'll make a determination of whether the coin landed on heads or tails. That's it.
5: Well, we know that's the case because the jury instructions specifically say that don't yeah. let your determination be in, in be influenced,
1: not based on, but even influenced. But you're human. How can you? Know? Yeah, that's the point, right? That's, that's true. That's yeah. true.
5: But then you look at the at the Murdoch case. Yeah. Right. And and I think that clearly there was a lot of emotions on the part of the jury. Yep. That were, um, you know, this was the, th- this is the part where. We'll talk about Lori Vallow here this hour, but boy, boy, when this happened, it was done for me and I well, listen, if my concern has always been in the Murdoch case that the jury at some point in time of the trial, anytime a juror says, well, once I heard this piece of evidence, I knew he was guilty. Well, okay. The case hadn't been given to you yet. And so did you not listen to the rest of the evidence? And then you got a case that went on for what, three, four weeks. The jury makes a determination in three hours, they go from a... Uh, a nine-one-two split, 9 for guilty, 2 for not guilty, 1 on the fence, to all 12 guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in three hours. Really, really you guys reviewed all of that evidence in three hours. It, and tells, then,
1: you, uh, yeah, it tells me that emotion played a major – a disconnect between Murdaugh and the jury played a major factor in this Oh,
5: ab- absolutely. And, and something
1: AI could not have handled.
5: And, well, I think that AI, in that case, would have – at least if I was the defense – I would feel like, well, at least I knew that the AI considered all of the evidence and didn't just base it on any one thing, Fair right? Enough. And uh, who, we, when we come back, we'll do our case or no case. Yeah. And then we'll uh, we'll get into Lori Vallow a little bit. Interesting interesting statements made by some folks there. Well, and uh, uh,
1: Fascinating we'll, case. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Todd, I don't, I don't know how as a prosecutor you can stand it as a prosecutor. You must be going, man, I want to know, tell me more. All right. Yeah. We'll be back on Radio Law Talk right here on many great local radio stations coast to coast, and we thank all of them, and also on RadioLawTalk.com, and streaming on Spotify and every major podcast service. You can hear us there. We'll be back. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. The and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA.
6: Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals we have great deals with most of the major top rated insurance companies we are your superstore for car insurance we've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year if you think you're paying too much for your car insurance call now it's easy to switch and in five minutes yes just five minutes you will learn how much money you can save on your car insurance Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. 800-251-0427. That's 800-251-0427.
4: How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Call
6: Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Auto applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms including APR are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness,
0: value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Medicare rules are confusing. They should be. There are over 130,000 pages of regulations. There's Part A through D, Medicare Advantage, and Medigap. According to the CMS, there are government programs available that can help you pay for your medical expenses. Choosing the right Medicare plan is a really big deal. The wrong choice can cost you a lot of money, and the right choice can put more, money in your pocket call one of our licensed representatives today at 65 plus medicare our free service can show you a plan that will maximize your medicare benefits ensure you are taking advantage of all available government assistance programs and save you
6: money plus call right now and get a free report on how to avoid costly medicare mistakes call now 800-220-7612 800-220-7612 800-220-7612. That's 800-220-7612.
2: Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800 245 That's 800 245 If you pay my fee, I'll take your case
1: now radio law talk continues here's your host fred
2: penny
5: all right so uh cal yes sir
2: in yes, case yes, or yes.
5: No, in case or no case yeah. you and i yeah. are are tied for the day you, you you skunked me on the first hour
1: but you got me on the second one and,
5: and then the second hour badly you got so me. so yeah. it was uh it was we are both at six because it's triple points Saturday. Yeah, cuz we're by ourselves. And and go ahead. All right, this is the tiebreaker for you and me. There we go. Now I
1: feel the tension. Play case or no case. Yeah. Carl Eschenbach was a man with a streak of larceny and a taste for the high life. Back in the day when airline passengers could exchange tickets hassle-free, 1963, Carl bought a first-class ticket with cash to London. Very expensive. He would then go into the first-class passenger lounge and eat a lavish meal reserved for the first-class passengers about to embark on a long flight at no charge. Then he would go out and change the date for the ticket and did this once a month, getting a very nice and expensive meal free once a month. Everything was going well until he decided to cash back in the ticket a year later and cancel the flight. An alert airline employee finally recognized Mr. Eschenbach, called the airline security people. Of course, in those days, they were all back in the office. And finally, someone looked into what Mr. Eschenbach was doing, and the legal department sent a letter to him demanding $26 for 13 meals, $338, or about $3,000 now. The number he had scammed the airline out of. He refused, and the airline sent the legal team out and said, I know this isn't much money, but there was a principle involved here. So we need to call legal and see if we have a case or no case, and what say you, Mr. Cunin, case or no case.
5: Well, let's see here. Is he getting something that other people pay for and he didn't pay for it? I would say, clearly, I think the answer is yes.
1: (laughs) I would say he's getting a meal. He is
5: is getting his meals, and, and, you know, it is what they pay for. Um, I I guess the question here is whether or not they would spend their time for that. You know, here's here's what I'm going to say. I think this is absolutely a true scenario. Somebody who found a loophole. Found some way to scam, but I don't think it ever materialized to a case. I think what ended up happening is the airline just said, yeah, okay, you're suspended from flying with us. It, and it was an internal thing. They re- reserved the right to refuse service to anybody, and, and you will no longer fly with us because of this. Um, but it, it never went to the stage of somebody actually filing a grievance, a case where lawyers had to get involved and a judge, somebody had to make a decision whether it resulted in settlement or not.
1: They sent him a letter that said, Don't you ever step foot on this airline again. Scenario, no case. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Tom Kieran. Yes, there
5: you go. All <laughs> right. Okay, so
1: but it was a clever idea, putting a nice sure. little gambit, you know, for a sure. While.
5: A clever idea, and
1: he got a nice meal out of it, tw- thirteen times. Very nice.
5: So we've, we've been talking about the AI, mm-hmm. right, yeah. in the context of
1: AI could have figured that out. By the way, it, it said could, repeat, could have repeat, repeat, yes, yeah. fraud,
5: fraud, <laughs> fraud. <laughs> right. You know, you must <laughs> the the adjudicator, you know, like the Terminator. Right. I, well, I must break you. Oh, sorry. You know, I did Terminator and I just quoted Ivan Draco from, from Rocky. What am I doing? I'm mixing I up know. my. Uh, well, that's Ruston. That's Ruston. That's what, that's 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 what right. that's well, number my feathers. Um, so we, we've talked about uh, AI in the context of trials and things like that. Let's, let's talk about things in the context of appellate. Okay. Appellate issues. And, and, and what might be coming up. Now, the state of Utah has passed a law to uh, – th- their reasoning is to protect their young children. It's the uh, Anti-Pornography Act, and it, it went in effect this week Yep, where um, purveyors, uh, websites that have adult entertainment –
1: uh, the name of which we will not mention. Nonetheless, but, but um, well,
5: well, it, there's no specific website. It's it's all of them. I mean, anybody that has a website that that um, has what would be deemed to be pornography, adult entertainment, now has to have an age verification check system going in, where where the user every time they access the site has to enter information to prove that they are 18 years of age or older to prevent uh, the this. Material from being displayed to minors, people under the age of 18. So kind
1: of like people in a convenience store buying beer where they say, we card every time. Yes. That same uh, pr- and, and, a principle, if you will.
5: Well, yeah. and, and that yeah. is, I, I, I guess, uh, but that is what the law that went into effect in the state of Utah. Right. And uh, in response to that, there, I mean, the law went into effect this week and the lawsuit was also filed this week on behalf of uh, – those in the in the pornography industry, as well as others, claiming that this is a an unlawful infringement on the First Amendment rights of the websites that have this. It, it's it's a it's a form of speech. It's their communication, and and this is an unlawful infringement on their rights. And it, now it's interesting that. The, the, the question here is going to be, what is the standard that a court would have to use in the underlying lawsuit if there's going to be, you know, obviously the, the porn industry is seeking an injunction to prevent the law from going into effect, and and if it is deemed to be a, a an encroachment on the First Amendment, what legal standard needs to be applied, what would the government have to show to justify this encroachment, and... I I had it here because the argument is that it it imposes a content-based restriction on protected speech that, here's the standard, requires narrow tailoring to serve a compelling state interest. We come back, we'll talk about that standard as it applies, and then ask the question— what would AI do?
1: And boy, do I have a question for you about that. So okay. I hope I remember it. Hope my my real intelligence, such as it is, can remember around the AI question. Would AI have to look at it and determine what pornography is?
5: Well, you know, interesting that you say that because there was uh, some Supreme Court justices. We saw this in law school where the standard was hard to define, but you know it when you see it. Yep. Well, that's a tough one to leave to AI, now wouldn't it be? I would say. So when we come back, we'll talk about that.
1: Stay tuned. Radio Law Talk continues with Todd Cun- Todd the Great, as I will call him now. Todd the Cune and we'll be back. Hang on. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. I've got to get my car washed. This dirt, it just
3: won't do. The best thing about Quick Cut Car Wash is whenever you go through, the smell in your car is always great, and they have super fun lights and colors. But I don't have
1: no time today. I don't know what I do.
0: Your car smells
3: good and it's clean at Quick Quack Car Wash. And I know this place right down the road. Quick Quack ca- ca- Car Wash. Quick Quack Car Wash. Get the Quick Quack confidence.
2: Huh? Hop inside, let's take a ride and
3: watch this cat shine. Get the Quick Quack habit. Take a car once a week.
2: Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show.
3: I like Quick Quack because of the mascot, Quackles.
6: So we sell unlimited membership for per vehicle. You can add a family plan and add an additional vehicle at a discounted rate. Are you struggling with a high cost of prescription medications? How would you like to save up to 90% on your medications and have them delivered for free? Now you can with one simple call. Yes, save up to 90% on many of your prescription medications by calling A-plus accredited healthwarehouse.com based in Florence, Kentucky. No gimmicks, no coupons, no cards to use. And all prescriptions are FDA-approved and safely sent to your home with free delivery. Here's one example of your savings. A 90-day prescription of generic Lipitor can cost $90 at your local pharmacy. Healthwarehouse.com offers the same medication for about 20 bucks. Find out how much you can save on your prescription medications and get free delivery with one free call right now. Call 800 734 1229 That's 800-734-1229.
0: USA News Update. They're celebrating in London after King Charles III was officially crowned. The historic coronation took place at Westminster Abbey for Charles and Queen Camilla, with thousands of guests from around the world in attendance. The favorite in this year's Kentucky Derby has been scratched. Forte will not be racing, and for owner Mike Rapole, it's a huge disappointment. It's a big stage. Everyone's looking at this race. We haven't had the
1: best week here, and um, I think they were overly cautious. But I have to understand and respect the fact that they're overly cautious.
0: Forte scratched due to a bruise on her foot. Ukraine's Air Force says it shot down a Russian hypersonic missile over Kiev using newly acquired American Patriot defense systems. The ballistic missile was intercepted in an overnight attack on the Ukrainian capital earlier in the week. It's the first time Ukraine has used the Patriot defense system. John Schaefer, USA
3: News. Attention small business owners. This could be the most important 10-minute call you will ever make. You could recover up to $26,000 per employee today. Omega is the small business champion with teams dedicated to maximizing tax credits. They know their stuff so well that CPAs and payroll companies even turn to Omega for ERC tax guidance. Call 800 erc That's 800 erc one 800 300 erc Or visit OmegaTaxCredit.com.
6: this is the best show ever i mean at this
1: time now radio law talk continues here's your host fred penny
5: so is it obscene is it pornography or is it protected by the first amendment that is the 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 question that is going to be presented to Courts in the state of Utah, based upon the new law that that went into effect, requiring um, websites that show adult material and pornographic material, and, and whether or not, uh, and, and the new law that requires identification checks every time somebody accesses it. And this this raises an issue. This is a case we studied in law school. Uh, I remember this one, Jacob Ellis versus Ohio. And it was 1964. And the case went, a, a individual was convicted uh, for showing what was determined to be obscene material. It was a movie, a French film that was played, and it was deemed to be obscene. He was convicted of violating the law, and the case went all the way up to the Supreme Court, and Justice Potter Stewart, in in what has become a, a rather famous opinion, the conviction was overturned. It was overturned because, in the view of the Supreme Court, it was deemed that the movie was not obscene and, and pornographic. But the hard part was to define what is pornographic. I mean, at, at a certain to a certain extent, you could say, "Well, it's it's showing the the private parts and things like that." But listen, listen to what the judge said. This is Justice Potter Stewart, nineteen sixty four. He said, I shall not attempt, I shall not today attempt further to define the kinds of material I understand to be embraced within that shorthand description, quote, hardcore pornography, close quote. And perhaps I could never succeed in intelligibly doing so, but I know it when I see it, and the motion picture involved in this case is not that. And and, and there's the standard, the I know it when I see it standard."
1: Is this when the community standard was developed—the so-called community standard for pornography?
5: If it violates the prurient interests of the community, and, and what have you, but I mean, what a subjective standard! The I know it when I see it. Right. So, so boy, you're really you're really rolling the dice here. If if something ends up being well, the, well, the judge said, "I know it when I see it," and that's not it, right? Now, that is that that is one of the challenges a law like this faces the second is whether it's because anytime there is a first amendment encroachment by the government it is subject to the highest standard that the appellate courts can impose the courts can impose which is strict scrutiny they look at the they look at the restriction and they look to see if it is narrowly tailored to uh, satisfy some important legitimate governmental interest. Now, the state of Utah put forth a, a bunch of support for this law, which is the detrimental and negative effects that pornography has not only in general, but especially on children. Right. And look, uh, as neutral as people want to stay... I absolutely agree with what the state of Utah has said about the negative effects and detriment
1: effects that it can have on children. I have no problem with what they're trying to do. And, and do I have a problem with how? I don't know. Good well, question. Well, and
5: yeah. and so, so then you look at it, and I just to give you my armchair quarterback here, right, but right. in my opinion, is the statute narrowly tailored to uh, achieve a legitimate government interest? I think that there's absolutely a legitimate government interest. And I don't think that the impediment, the encroachment of requiring somebody to enter verifying information to verify that they're over the age of 18 is
1: – I just – Too restrictive. You, I, you don't don't think think you, I don't think it's too restrictive. I mean if you get carted in a bar, if you go to California and you're bringing in a Nevada legal gun into the state – we were just talking about this yep. earlier. Isn't this the same kind of a thing? The state says it's in our interest to keep the gun out. So we've defined the gun. Yeah, here's the gun we want out. It's a, to me, it's the same kind of a deal.
5: And, and, and I, I think to a to a certain part, to a certain extent, probably largely. I, I mean, let's let's face it, it is a violation of federal law to show uh, adult material to children. Right. So all all the state of Utah is doing is saying it's a violation of our law here, and it's a violation of federal law too. We're trying to enforce this now.
1: Oh 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 and they're not blocking production production of the material nope. so the free speech can continue they're just blocking consumption just like California is not blocking the production of certain weapons that can continue they're just blocking consumption
5: that, that's right that's right and, hmm. and 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 they're blocking it they're blocking consumption from a class miners that is it that it's illegal for them to Give it to, so our the, the state could make the argument that by doing this, we are actually helping you to abide by the law, so that there is none of this inadvertent i 'm using air quotes because yeah inadvertent display towards kids, yeah right, and uh and, and I guess some would argue that to a large extent that this is sim- it 's a symbolic law, the enforcement's going to be difficult, and one of the major Uh, purveyors of the site, has blocked all access from the state of Utah to their site. Works for me. Good. Works for me. Great. I venture to say that everybody in the state of Utah that wants to access that site will still be able to do so because they use a VPN that makes the internet think that they're logging on from you know, another state. Yep. Or and they can
1: drive to Wendover, Nevada if yeah, they want. And right it's, it's,
5: yeah. it's circumventable, but still, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that it is a very small encroachment. We'll see how this plays out.
1: I don't see any great forward. harm to the protected class here, Todd. That's I'm, like, I'm not trying to talk like a lawyer, but they're trying to protect children. I don't get any great harm to them because the state is offering this well, restriction. And, and
5: again, what, the, what they're looking at here is the— the argument in the lawsuit is that the harmed—the aggrieved party in the lawsuit yeah. is the the websites that put out this material. Hmm. And they're saying that our First Amendment rights as a website are being encroached by this. And and it's—I th- I think that—well, no, they're not being— Completely prohibited. It's only they're being yeah, right. they're being encroached upon in the sense that we're making sure that your content is not displayed to a group that is legally prohibited from seeing it. Yep. And so I, I it'll be an inter- interesting way to see this place out. Now, how would AI deal with this?
1: I think AI would say First Amendment freedom of speech. The speech is continuing, so that's okay. The only people who have a problem would be people who cannot consume it. Are they being harmed? No. Okay, you lose porn purveyors. You lose. That's my guess.
5: I, I'm, cu- I'm trying I, I would, I would yeah. be curious to to know how AI would deal with a standard. Good point. Of that's I know it when I see it. Yeah, that's right. A tough one. See yeah. th- th- that 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 presents yet another. Y- y- you're always going to need humans in the uh, as pilots of fighter aircraft because they have to make decisions that, that sometimes. Here we go. Here's a classic example. I'll, I'll I'm, watch, I'm watching. Ball. I'm watching. I'm watching football. Okay. Right. I love this. I love this series. Uh, Amazon Web Services. This is the spot, commercials that they run all the time during football. Okay. And there's some great play that some quarterback made. And, and you know, it says, look, A- Amazon website uh, AWS predicted the likelihood of success on this throw to this spot, given all this stuff, had, you know, an 8% chance of succeeding. And you'd think that no AI would ever throw that based upon those percentages. Right. And yet it did succeed, and that's why they won the game, and they did that. And that's because... You got a human sitting in there willing to take the risk of failure. And I think that's where things go different. One is just a complete statistical analysis. The other is the willingness to take a risk of failure, but the success would be far greater. And that's why you need humans in cockpits of planes. That's why you need humans playing sports. And in my opinion – it's why you need judges and juries made up of people, not AI.
1: So. And it's why we need Todd Kunin on Radio Law Talk. Uh, because, yeah, sure. Because of this pithy analysis you just provided. That just was good. A, that was good stuff, Well, Todd. You, know, like
5: well you know, that That's and a, good, that, right? and 50 cents will get you a cup of coffee if you're getting a cup of coffee from a place that sells it for 50 cents, right? You're good work <laughs> on that, right? <laughs> so... Um, look we come back we're coming up on a break are we coming up yes we got a little bit over a minute we got about a minute left we come back a couple of interesting things in the lori vallow case um
1: this case just fascinates me it 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 does
5: it does uh so a couple of this is one that i think ai would have no problem getting (laughs) and i think that anybody would go yeah ai got it right um Yeah, just some crazy stuff in the last uh, week or two in Lori Vallow and evidence that was presented. And we'll talk about that when we come back. Last segment of Radio Law Talk coming up. Don't
1: go away. You are listening to Radio Law Talk with Todd Kunin, and we'll be back. Don't go away. You turned on Radio Law Talk. Radio Law Talk. Here's Fred Penny with Penny & Associates. When you or a family member have been injured in an accident, what should
0: you look for in a personal injury lawyer? The first thing is an experienced personal injury law firm that is actually taking cases to trial. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny, Managing Partner and Founder of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. For over 30 years, Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers has been successfully representing individuals and their families. At Penny & Associates, we're experienced trial lawyers, and we work
1: with you to get the best results. Go to pennyandassociates.com or call 800-616-4529.
6: 800-918-1376. 800-918-1376. That's
3: 800-918-1376. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151. 800-676-0151.
1: Hear past episodes of Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Just click on the podcast tab. Happy listening.
2: If you pay my fee, I'll take your case. Oh, that's dumb.
1: Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at radiolawtalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at radiolawtalk.com.com. Dot com. So uh,
5: Lori Vallow, facing murder charges, she's uh, charged in connection with the death of her two children, as well as the wife of Chad Daybell, his, uh, his former spouse, who uh, died. Let's see, the, the two children and Mrs. Daybell died within weeks of each other, and that was within a few months of Lori Vallow's, I think at the time it was her fifth husband, um, had died as as a result of being killed by her brother, Lori Vallo's brother. I mean, just we're talking a five, uh, four or five month window, a lot of deaths that, and then Chad Daybell and Lori Vallo got married in Hawaii, and <laughs> thought, of, oh, how could that ever come back to to bite us?
1: All's well that ends well. Yeah. Oh wait, it's not over.
5: But you know, this this uh, this show we've been talking about AI, artificial intelligence, and whether or not. It could replace judges or juries. And and one of the issues that was brought up back in the first hour that we've been talking about, second and third hour here, is the role of emotions and passion in in the trials. And, you know, it's interesting. Prosecutors try to get in evidence. They, they, they really want it. If they're being – if you talk about it in their office when judges aren't around, they're going to argue that it is – it's evidentiary, Your Honor. We need it for the evidence, but they really want it for the emotion. They really want it for the emotional value. Yeah. So let's go through evidence that was has been presented in Lori Vallow's case and and, and see. I'll give you my opinion. Callum, I'm curious your opinion. I'll tell you what I think, and then you can tell me what you think about whether or not is this really evidentiary, or do they really want it for the, uh, for the emotional aspect of it? For example... The, the doomsday belief, the belief that... Evidence was has been presented that Chad Daybell Bell is a doomsday author, and that Lori Vallow is a devout follower of his, and that they believed that they had divine missions that they had that they had been married in a pre-life, and that she had a divine mission in this life, and her her uh, brother was supposed to be her protector. And people either had a light spirit in them or a dark spirit, and if they had a dark spirit, they were referred to as zombies and stuff. So, on whole, do you think that is evidentiary? I mean, do they really want that for the evidentiary value? It's Got some, or is it the emotional, these people are a bunch of
1: wingnuts? Well, I think establishing them as wingnuts makes the evidence they'll present later more credible. So I would say kind of yes and yes. They want the emotional backdrop. And then they say, and against this backdrop, here's what we say they did.
5: Yes, I see I see it as and I'll and I'll contrast this with another piece of evidence here in just a second, but I see this as really a play on the emotional. Because you know what? If 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 the jury thinks these people are absolutely whacked out crazy, crazy people do things that are stupid like killing people, yep. killing kids. Right? Yep. Can't and be so, sane and do that. All right. So um what about this? Evidence from um Lori Vallow's friend, Melanie Gibb.
1: Oh, man, what a testimony, now, what testimony she's been giving. So Melanie
5: Gibb, it was a recorded phone conversation. So this is great. It's a recorded phone conversation between Melanie Gibb and Lori Vallow. And, and apparently Lori Vallow had told police that her kids, that everybody said were missing, were with Melanie Gibb, which we absolutely know is not true. Now, is that more emotional or more evidential, would you think? Evidentiary. Absolutely evidentiary, because for this reason, why are you lying about the whereabouts with your kids and telling law enforcement they're with your friend when you know, regardless of whether they were dead at the time, you know they're not with her? Why are you lying
1: about it? Right. Right? And that anyone likes to catch a bad guy, a suspected bad guy in a lie. Right?
5: That, that's right. That's yeah. right. So so that is that is evidence that really weighs in my mind towards being evidential not based on emotion. Uh char- I like this game. No. Charles Vallo, char- her 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 fifth husband that died and it was shortly after that death that she moved to um that she moved to Idaho to be closer to Chad Daybell. Right. Charles Vallo, she told her friend that Charles Vallo was having an affair and and that she needed a place today. This is prior to the move and and then said that she was, quote, done with J.J. J.J. is her son, her adopted son. She was done with J.J. and that Charles and his sister would need to figure something out. Evidentiary. I would say that's pretty evidentiary Yeah. because she's done with J.J., which means if, that, if the jury believes that, it is—
1: Therefore, no, I'm going to kill him. Is
5: disregard ended. for that. And the fact that Charles, her husband, she claiming that he had an affair— um, is one of those where why she would want out of the relationship and she didn't care because JJ was his, his child and just, JJ JJ can stay with Charles Yeah, right? yeah. Um, Here we go. An email or an inquiry to a property in Hawaii that would have been uh, three days after the couple was married and before the kids were reported missing an email sent to a property in Hawaii saying that they would, quote, be interested in leasing the property. Would you be interested in leasing the property to a clean
1: couple with no pets or children? Whoa. Evidentiary. Shows intent. A-
5: absolutely evidentiary. She she was looking for properties, and she knew there would be no kids in tow. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Okay. The uh, evidence from her surviving son, her older son, on a phone conversation where she's yelling at, he's yelling at his mom saying, you've ripped my heart out. You've ripped everyone's heart out. J.J., why didn't you let him go be with somebody else? You lied to me, all of this. Evidentiary or emotional? Ripped out
1: heart, evidentiary, but testimony, emotional.
5: Absolutely emotional because the thing is, is she, she didn't respond to that. Now, they're probably trying to say that she's cold and callous. The problem is it's a jail phone call, and the defense is going to say, she knows that it's being recorded and anything you say can be used against you. Of right. course, she's not going to say anything in response to that. Yeah. Now there was another one, the, uh, so JJ's body was found. It was wrapped in duct tape. Right. And this was uh, a big one that came garbage out. Garbage bag week. and duct tape. Right. Yes. Right. right yeah. And, uh, terrible scene, terrible scene. Her hair or, or hair was found attached to the duct tape that a, uh, uh, DNA analyst came in. I like the way it was reported. I'm talking about the way it was reported and, and what was actually said. The It was reported that the DNA analyst said, that, and this matches Lori Vallow's hair. Okay. Now, before we get into what the testimony actually was, is that evidentiary emotional? Evidence. A- evidentiary. And, and even one person is saying, that's the smoking gun evidence. That says she did it. And there are a lot of people saying the fact that her hair was found... DNA don't was, And to me, that's probably the weakest piece of evidence that they have to tie her to that. Really? What is that? She was his mother. You ever pull out a pair of clothes that's yours and you find hair from your wife or somebody that you live with is there? She was his mother. But duct tape. It is not uncommon. And if duct tape he's found in his pajamas, if duct tape is wrapped around somebody in their pajamas and the hair was attached to the pajamas, that's why it's going to be on the duct tape. Yeah. Right, yeah. But interestingly enough, so they reported it as uh, the experts said that it matched Lori Vallow, and that is not the way DNA experts testify.
1: So maybe it wasn't an
3: expert? Is no, that the no. The,
5: the way DNA experts testify and the way this expert testified is this, quote, said the probability of a random selecting of randomly selecting a random individual in relation to that profile is 1 in 71 billion a dna expert will never come in and say this matches that what they will say is if you randomly selected dna from people the The probability that you would come up with these markers is one in such and such billion. Right. Let the attorneys argue that it matches them.
1: Well, so does so that mean that the prosecutors did not properly instruct this person how to testify? No, Maybe no. they weren't experienced.
5: No, no. So what I'm saying is the person testified the way they were supposed to testify. Oh. It's just that the people reporting it. Goofed reported it as, yeah. if the, yeah. as if the as is the witness that said yes, this matches that person. Yeah, that and I guarantee you the experts going. That's not what I said. They make this big deal about it. It's like, look,
1: the prosecution is going to
5: make that argument. Yeah,
1: but where did three hours go, Cal? I don't know, but you know what I like about this part of the last hour. What's that? I get to hear your quick take on whatever we have discussed on the show today. Whatever item you choose as one you want to make sure people remember.
5: Well, here we go. All right, here we go. Artificial intelligence. (laughs) After discussing it for three hours... I would not want to have any case decided by AI as a judge or a jury. Give me people. I, I just wouldn't
1: want to have it happen. And minus artificial intelligence, may I have some, please? That's
5: all <laughs> all, all I want. <laughs> artificial, artificial courage? Yes, I'm pouring a drink. No, stop. Okay. Well, thanks, folks, for joining us on Radio Law Talk. We'll be back next Saturday for another exciting three hours talking about the news of the week and
1: what we think is there. See you then. It's been an honor, Todd. Thank you so much, and thanks, folks, for listening. We'll see you next time.
3: On your phone, on your computer.
4: Well, as with cholesterol, truck size, and TVs per household, the nation's average bra cup size has collectively risen. It's gone from a 34B in 1983 to a 34DD in 2013. Not at my house. I always thought it was just ABC and Lucky D's.
5: On your terms, from
6: usapodcasting.com. Subscribe today usa com or wherever you get your podcast